Marc Messier, and you're listening to Blue Shirt Underground Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in and find out all the latest news. Let's go, Rangers. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground Show. Today is Monday. It is March 21st. My name is Jim, and as always, I'm joined on the other side of the window by the one and only Eddie Geik. Eddie, good evening. It is Monday. Do you want me to fill in for you? You got a Monday night intro in for you. You do the Monday. I'm on some... Ranger road trip madness. We're going to pace you tonight. We're going to short shift you. Trading, trading, trading. Chris Drury wheeling and dealing and stealing. Feeling his way into his first trade deadline as a New York Rangers general manager. Comings and goings. Morgan Barron, we bid you a fond farewell. We hardly knew ye. And in comes... Somebody call the cops. As the great Andrew Cop comes, cheapers, fellas, it's the cops. And Tyler Mott's applesauce. Welcome to the New York Rangers. Anthony DiBattetto, we bid you farewell. We gain an Italian, we lose an Italian. That's how we roll at Madison Square Garden. Good evening, everybody. Let's go, Rangers. What's going on, Eddie? Well, let me tell you, man, I got tales to tell. I guess let's. Uh, you want to get to the, the the trades, the the what I think, what you think. I know you're pleased as punch about everything. Uh, I I am jazzed up. Oh yeah, jazzed okay. as they say. I'm as jazzed as Dave Brubeck. How's that? Wow, <laughs> that's my <laughs> burping. Oh, that's my. Uh, He's burping. been holding that in since Delaware, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Andrew Comfortis here. Welcome, guys. I just got in literally 10 minutes, 15 minutes ago from uh, my return to from uh, the PNC Arena there, whatever that thing is called, in, in Carolina. Um, so, um, I, uh, so I may be a little bit lagging in the, the, the quips, but I think I got enough material to get me through and 
And Jim said he would uh, he would uh, pace me. We're going to short shift you tonight. Short shift. <laughs> which uh, is what I was which is what I was praying Gallant was going to do last night because oh my god that third period we were under duress. I haven't seen a Ranger team under duress like the Rangers were in that game yesterday. That was like Henrik Lundqvist in his prime. It was literally the worst <laughs> game I've ever seen the Rangers play. <laughs> I mean, and, what, they had three shots after one? Ten, I believe it was three or four shots in the first period. And I think, I think at the end of the second period, they had ten shots on goal. And if I'm not mistaken... Halfway through that third period, they only had 11 shots yeah, on goal. You're right. I was seriously thinking they could have a record-setting performance tonight because I believe the NHL record is 15 for least shots in a game. <laughs> but they did get some shots on goal in those last 10 minutes when I have no idea, but they wound up with, I think, 18 shots on goal. But all that matters, Eddie, is that two went in, um, and Alexander Georgiev said – you want to trade me? Make this my last go around as a New York Ranger. I'm going to show the world I am ready. I am a. I am capable of beating the best teams in the league. And Alexander, you are still here. And and, and Eddie, I'll bet you didn't know this because you didn't watch the game last night. You did not see the broadcast. Alexander Georgiev scored his 40th goal last night, according I saw to people talking about that mistake. By according to Samuel Rosen, Nosferatu. Well, Nosferate may have a brother in the local uh, news in uh, Carolina, in Raleigh, which, let me tell you, is like the deadest city in the world. Uh, I don't know. Uh, there's nothing to do. They roll up the Saturday night. The, all the restaurants close at 9 o'clock. Um, I'll, I'll start from the beginning. I, you know, I, I, I like the arena. I thought the arena was nice. I'll get to the game in a second. Uh, I was already not happy that Georgia was playing. I'm like, this is a loss. They had played, I think, a month or a couple months previous there. Georgia started. They lost 7-3. to three. It was pretty much the same thing with the shots on goal and the whole bit. Uh, that, and, is the, uh, that is the Canes game. They take a lot of shots on goal. And <clears throat> this arena has got a lot of things I don't – well, the fans. I mean, let's start with the fans. Were there any there? All I heard were Ranger fans. No, they were there. It was very loud. and that, But the Ranger fans with the Georgie chant, they took over. But it, I, it, I could hear one guy screaming, let's go Rangers, through almost the entire game. There'd be right. dead silence and just this one guy that I could hear going, let's go Rangers! <laughs> and I thought maybe it was you. <laughs> no. No, I was... Uh, I just couldn't believe what I was seeing, the ineptitude that I had to turn to humor in order to comfort myself. So when I was like, you know, I, I'm like the, the Canes fan. So what do you think tonight? I'm like, with this garbage can in net, you know, I don't think the Rangers is going to win after. I was going, you really think so? Yeah, I really think so. And then I'm watching Ranger after Ranger can't clear the zone. I mean, even the best guys, Adam Fox, couldn't clear the zone. I said, this is going to be a rough night. 
I know they don't want to make excuses and, and I don't think you're ever going to hear them say this, but they were, they had absolutely nothing in the tank last night. I mean, they were, they, they, that, that entire third period, they just, they couldn't, they couldn't even like muster up the energy for like hard shots. No. Everything was very soft. Uh, it was just, it was terrible. Line after line. It didn't matter who was on the ice. I mean, it was, it was. I, it was one of the worst games I've ever seen them play. I, I, I'm not kidding. The puck was in their zone the whole entire game. Yeah. They never really had an organized, like, rush up the ice. I mean, then that disallowed goal. I mean, it was a joke. I had to ask Jim, why did they disallow that? The, the You want to hear a funny line? I'm watching the game with my friend Rich, who's only got one eye. And he says, if I... <laughs> I could see it was the goal. I have one eye, and I'm in section 220. How come the ref, a foot right there, can't see that? That's a good goal. He lost sight of the puck. I didn't lose. He's like, I didn't lose sight of the puck. Yeah, the joke. Horrible call. But then again, I can't get too upset when. <coughs> I mean, it's a horror show on ice. First of all, you travel all this time. You know, you want to see uh, some action. Right. All you're seeing is shot at shooting gallery time. And Gilgram is absolutely standing on his head. And these entitled fucks at Carolina with their four, we only lost four games at home all year. So these, these guys, they think they should. I saw two idiots. Well, go ahead. Five. Well, now five. <laughs> but at the time. We're just fixing that for them. That's all. Let me all. tell you these people. I don't know when Carolina, what, what, what the franchise like three years ago or something? I don't know, whatever. <laughs> they, when it was a call where they thought there should have been a penalty, like uh, I forget, a Ranger and a, a Hurricane got tangled up in the third period and uh, the referee to make a call, which was surprising in itself. But um, these people got up and left over a bad call. They had seen That's enough. Right. They had <laughs> seen, seen enough. enough. Could you imagine <laughs> leaving a game because of a bad call? I would make it through one Ranger game. Right. Ah, uh, they then they got they got a lot of annoying things down there, Jim. They got this thing where every time the Rangers take a penalty or the opposing team take a penalty, they do this cheaters never win. It comes up on the scoreboard. Cheaters <laughs> never win, and every chance. Cheaters never win. Oh, only in seventh grade here. Oh, what a goofy chant is this? So of course I'm yelling, "Cheaters never win!" Every time they're offsides, Carolina, and you know I'm just totally being juvenile <laughs> about it. I was like, anyway, so yeah. And I, I mean, and I noticed they have one of those. Uh, they have one of those PA announcers that has to be the star of the show. Yeah, when, when the Canes go on the power play, it's a Canes power play! And I'm like, oh my God, it's so fucking annoying. He's yelling in the middle of the play. The play is yeah. going on. Like, I, you're not I'm supposed so, to do that. I'm so glad we just have, we just have like a straight power, PA announcer, Joe some, Tollison. He's just, he's just Rangers goal number 93 is 20th of the season. Mika oh, Zabanajet, and that's it. Caniacs, Caniacs, Caniacs. Oh, that—that's a call. Cool. Uh, it was so Bush League. So I was making fun of that, but uh, yeah, yeah. I would have been yelling at. 
I would have been yelling at him the whole game. You stole the Whalers. You stole the Whalers. Wow. <laughs> Every X-Ranger that came up on the board, I'm like, Trader, that's why you're so good. You have all X-Rangers. I, I was I was not liked by the people in my section. I can tell you right now. Uh, and plus, I it, it just anyway, getting back to the game, you're just hoping. And then Kreider comes up with that great tip in. Number 41 for him. Apparently, he's the only guy that scores when I go, practically, except for Frankie, whatever you want to call him. I'm not going to battle over his nickname. I know him as Frankie the Rifle. If you want to call him Frankie No, no Chin or Frankie the Chin, whatever, for Toronto. I know Costa's hung up on Frank the Tank, and we'll never give that up. But whatever you want to call him, gets the empty net goal. And uh, that, but that game was terrible. And I think, guys, I, I I hope I'm wrong. I think Adam Fox is hurt. I don't know if they showed it. I was watching. He he was just like he just didn't look right. I mean, I hope I'm wrong, but uh, it's one of those things. And I guess when you talk about the trades. And what they did is that maybe some of these guys are a little bit more hurt than we think. And that's why I think the... Well, I can tell you off uh, on the subject of injuries that Arthur Staple reported because Chris Drury did speak to the speaker to media this afternoon and Capo Caco and Kevin Rooney are both not expected back until at least, at least next month. You know, this this makes a lot of sense on what where they went and how they dealt. Right. Uh, so, I mean, uh, that's what I assumed when they made because I I talked with Jim. I said, you know, that now they have a, a ton of forwards. I mean, yeah, you know, Johnny B is probably uh, Brzezinski is probably going to be sent down. Uh, Greg McKegg, he's always like a really should be a, between the AHL and the NHL. Um, I, I listen. I was a proponent of Morgan Barron, but hey, I thought I was a little upset, like for like uh, like a nanosecond. Then I was like, in the grand scope of things, Morgan Barron is not going to become like a you know, it's not going to bite us in the ass. It's just the, it's a guy I was high on because basically, he, I liked his build. He wasn't one of these wafer guys that the you know they're young and that they, they they, but as a ranger he never really did anything. I was just really more about what he would do in the future. And then Jim, you you heard some things about Baron too. Um, I yeah, I, I read something the other day where the Rangers were kind of starting to get concerned that, and there, I guess there was a feeling around the NHL, but I guess. I guess Winnipeg didn't share this feeling, or maybe they did and think they can do something with him anyway. That maybe he's maybe he's a little too slow for the NHL game. And I, I think the I think the initial excitement about Morgan Barron had had kind of tempered somewhat. So look, I, I, you got to like uh, I think Howie just said in the chat, you got to give up something to get something. I am not going to sit here and lament what could have been with Morgan Barron. <laughs> I I truly believe the Rangers are a better team at nine o'clock tonight than they were at nine o'clock last night. And uh that's all we can ask for. I think 
I mean, they gave up a couple of conditional picks. Well, I mean, we, we, we'll get back to the trades in a couple of minutes. The but picks I had no problems with. I mean, we would review the picks. I thought that we'll was We'll get more picks in the next rebuild. I'm not worried about it. When they said prospect, I really didn't think of Barron as a prospect. He's on the team now. I was thinking more of like. Yeah, I mean, he's somebody. been back and forth. Um, yeah, I, prospect, I was thinking of, you know, somebody still either, you know, I was thinking maybe. I was worried it would be, you know, the first round pick, the the Othman prophecy, or right, some of these other guys. But uh, you know, so uh, anyway, just to wrap up, you know, finish up about the about the game, you know, the the in game experience. And the in game experience, I just could. I was making fun of the Rangers more than I was booing or being derived. I was just like, come on, we need more heatal out there. <laughs> and, you know, I was saying that, you know, and. Every time the Rangers made a check, I would yell, now that's a man. Like, you know, I knew that the, I was going to go down with the ship. So I didn't, I, I chose, because I don't like to brag until you got a lead. Then you, you really hit them hard. <laughs> you know, then I got to, I'm coming then from you shift into the third, huh? Right. So, <laughs> they're getting outshot. I'm like, uh, you know. I'm like six shots. Do I dare to dream? You know, I'm like saying stuff like that. And I'm, you know, I was the audience was great, you know. But these Canes fans, they're a little too serious about their hockey. I mean, to me, they're an expansion franchise still. But uh can't say anything bad about the building, but those fans, they don't like to lose. I mean, nobody likes to lose, but right. it's gotta be even worse when you're when your building is is fifty percent. Rooting for the other team. Right. There was Which, so many Ranger fans, Jim. The the restaurant across the street. I saw jerseys. I saw a Walt Kachuk jersey. Nice. I mean, you're talking about No, Matt, you're talking about craft stuff having no value. Now, yeah, yeah. They, who knows where he is? He could be on the he could be in Kiev. It's like saving private craft stuff. I mean, you don't know where. <laughs> They got to find this guy. You know, you, you could be, uh, you know. Got to bring him out through the Underground Railroad. We got yeah. to smuggle him out like a, like a mail bride, like a mail yeah, order bride. Know, right? Yeah. With the situation of Russia, Kravtsov has no value. Fine. I'd rather just keep holding on to him. Maybe someday he'll turn it to something. I don't, maybe not. The best solution for everybody is to fix it. Fix right. it and get him back playing with the Rangers. But the rain, uh, so you, I mean, I don't have much other to say about that game other than it was absolutely one of the weakest performances I've ever seen by every line, every defenseman. They got the Kreider goal and then, and then they got the Frankie Vitrano goal at the end. I, I couldn't, I was happy they won, but I wasn't proud. <laughs> I just can tell you that. I, you know, you know, I, I one like, I, it's it's not one for the mantle, as I like to say, but you know, considering the conditions and, and what they were up against, and the backup goaltender in net, I'll take it. I ain't apologizing. Oh yeah, I'll for take it, it all day. But I ain't I apologizing it. for it. But you know what? The only re the takeaway I got from the game was the Rangers got to start resting people because what are they playing for now? Pretty much everything is. It's going to be. Uh, they're they're within they're, they're within shouting distance of first place. But are you gonna are you gonna kill these guys who are playing with injuries? 
Well, no. Play Adam Fox, 25 minutes a game. Are you going to – I mean, I, I feel that this is – I just think that, you know, all right, are they going to finish first? Okay, you can play for that. I mean, but – Three points out with two games left against Carolina? I mean, it's not – it's not out of it's not out of the question. Uh, I think he has cut down. I, I don't. I didn't really study the box score from last night, but I I know there was a there was a bit of, of a concerted effort to cut Adam Fox's minutes, and and I think and the chat room could probably back me up on this, but I think um, I think Truba and Miller, who have played very well. Um, have been taking more of the uh, first first line defense role of late. Uh, Darth Ranger is uh, he's he's making a lot of bets lately. He's on that FanDuel twenty four seven. I'm sorry, we haven't, we haven't seen Darth Ranger in a long time. Darth Ranger uh, contacted me before the show. He said, "When are you going on? Uh, what's the internet and how do I get on there?" and He's right, here, Adam, baby. He's one Adam of the Fox had more minutes than all defensemen last night. I stayed. That's what I'm saying. You're going to kill this guy. <laughs> what about the team? Again, you guys are right. You guys are making good points in the chat room about there's still things to play for. And I'm not saying, you know, let's Most rip minutes it. in the Tampa game. <laughs> what? Most minutes in the Tampa game. I, <laughs> you got to give it a break. Especially when you get outshot 45 to 7. I mean, most minutes in the Islander game. He has had the most minutes yeah. of any defenseman in all in all three of their last last. And three I games. understand Gallant is a Gallant, Gallant, whatever you want to call him. Don Rickles, you know, he he is he plays to win, but that team last night was like you said, gas. There was nothing left. Yeah, they couldn't even like. Any attempt to clear the zone, it just never reached the blue line. It was like a, you know, I think one of those games last night, that games like last night, you kind of hope that you you kind of figure that they'll come out slow, and then second period kind of find their legs, and that did kind of happen for a while. But I think when they found their legs, that was kind of that wasn't really their second wind. It was more like their third or fourth wind. And once they ran out of gas that second period, they were done. I mean, they were just done. They had nothing for the third period. And full marks to Alexander Georgiev because I, I didn't think he had a game like last night in him. You know, they talk about – I talked about this last night in our recap. I, I, what do they call them? The high danger chances? It oh, seems yeah. like they were all danger chances. I would love to see them – they have those things where the shots are taken – I would love to see that just dots everywhere. I mean, I feel like the poor people in Ukraine are like, man, are we getting bombed tonight? And Alexander Georgiev's like, eh, amateurs, look at what I'm looking up. Garbage can before the game. This guy's <laughs> the worst. Thank God it's gonna be the last time I see him. I mean, I was uh you know oh, it was hard to enjoy that game, John. I see. I, from a Rangers standpoint, there was no satisfaction other than the goalie in that game. I mean, I and I had the pleasure of watching that onslaught twice. That on that side, so <laughs> uh, yes, a young JD Darth Ranger would have solved up. too many shots. There's one. <laughs> no. Yeah, listen, JD's been special. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Score, right? 
Yep. Uh, so you, all you need is to see him flopping around. But I thought Georgiev, the only problem with Georgiev, he's got Henrik Longquist disease when it comes to stick handling. Do not try to stick handle. You are horrible. You're not Shesterkin. Please do not handle the puck. But uh, it, it chafed those Carolina fans. That's what I came back. That was my takeaway, that they are very used to winning at home. Just as it chafed the Stanley Cup champions the previous night, who were, also, who were also very upset about being overrun in their own building by Ranger fans. It was the Ranger fans were so loud that they not only did they comment about it on TV that there was a Let's Go Rangers chant, and and they would play. There was some guy with an air horn who would, you know, obviously a Lightning fan trying to get the Lightning fan going. And you would hear that, beep, 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 and then all you would hear is Let's Go Rangers, <laughs> and then you could hear audibly hear an Igor chant Saturday night. I yes. mean. Props to Ranger fans, man. We are the loudest and, you know, God we help us. Well. Loyal. Yeah. We travel well. We are everywhere. Wow, and, um, you know, we're in a nice little role here. The Rangers will be at home most of the rest of the season. And the only road games, they're not going far. They're done with the – they're done outside the Eastern time zone, uh, I'm pretty sure. And any place they go now, they're going to be in front of a lot of, a lot of friendly faces. Yeah. All right. So let's break down the trade. So I'll tell you about my island. Well, I also saw the Islander game Thursday. Yeah. Let's 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 talk about the Islander game. All right. Well, let me and tell then, you, and then we'll talk trades. My hatred. For, now, first of all, if you haven't seen, you're not a Patreon member. You did not see Jim's post game video, which uh, I have to say is a classic rant. Up there with some of the best rants in sports, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, about that game. And it's, you know, the best is that it's it's genuine. It's not forced. He is, he's, yeah, yes. So it's, uh, it, it's a classic. So if you're not a Patreon member, you missed it. But uh, it's wor- it would be worth the price of admission. Uh, it was Buck a month. It's all it takes to get in. Off the month, you can watch that thing, and uh, it's worth it just for the rant. That rant, <laughs> combine that with the Blue Jackets rant about the coats. Jen said, "She's Jen said that the Islander rant was better than the coats rant." Yes, it was. Was but it? The coats rant is good too. And I told Jen, I said I had to go back, and literally as soon as I got off and got got like settled into bed, I had to go back and watch that rant because I was so mad. That I don't even remember what the hell I said. Yeah, you were like I was so mad after that game. Oh my god! And wow. I was. It, it's it, it started with the Jan Potvin moment of silence. That just that just set me off. That set my right, tone for the whole game. That first, let's talk about. Let's talk Why about. Why in the you were there. hell? You were there. I was there. Was there a? Was there a? You, okay, so you're at the garden, and obviously the stands are full because the game's right and getting ready to start. Was there a sense around you of why are we doing this? Or was it just, okay, I'm going to shut up and be quiet and well, I think get through it? Again, our age group really wasn't represented as much as the younger <laughs> people. When I say younger, I'm talking like the 25 to 
35 people. Uh, they uh, they don't know who the fuck John Poffin is. They just know maybe that's the guy they when they say Poffin sucks, maybe that's what the guy they mean. They have no. So maybe, yeah, you know, he played for the Isles. Maybe he's like, no, there was no sense. There was no, like, trepidation by, like, why the fuck, except by me. And, you know, I was watching the game with Joe Catroni. He was a much classier individual than I am. And I'm like, uh, I wanted to ch- chant, like, Poffin's dead. You know, like, I-, I wanted to take it to a whole dark. <laughs> I just start laughing. Now, one down. We need one more brother to go, you know. But I heard that the Twitterati, the, the, the dopes, took severe umbrage that Ranger fans did the Potvin sucks chant later in the game. But going back, why the hell are we honoring John Potvin? This used to... Chip, this used to be war. People would get beat up in the stands if you had an Islander jersey. Bill Chadwick is rolling over in his grave, like you said on that day. This Chadwick is a got rivalry. It. I see so much shit go down between the Islanders and Rangers in my life and your lives and a lot of the Rangers. How about when they attacked Jeff Bloomberg and beat that that board again, Christian to pulp when Mick Fakoda just destroyed him. Every agonizing games that I watched the Rangers lose in the playoffs because the Islanders were better. And lucky shitty goals and Billy Smith and all this nonsense. And now all of a sudden it's kumbaya. Fuck John Poffin. Where were they when Roger Bad died? Where were they when Emil Francis died? How about when Gump Worsley died? Where the hell were these? Who gives a shit about John Poffin? Because now he's in terminal dreamland. I could give a shit less. Gillies, at least I could say, you know, I respected the guy. John Poffin sucked. And I don't care. Fuck it. You know, I watched a a video last week that I came across, and it um, it was a video of the news reports the night the Islanders beat the Rangers in 1984, when uh, Morrow scores in 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 overtime, oh, God. that was uh, Game Six, right? Right. So it was it was two, and it was two like strung together news reports on, on YouTube. One was one was uh, it was Waterwolf, and then the second half of it was Sal Marciano, and they were interviewing. You know, of course, first they interviewed the Islanders. And, you know, they gave full marks to the Rangers, but, you know, they were happy to beat them. And then they're talking to Dave Maloney, okay? And I guess there were rumors at the time that that might be Dave Maloney's last game. And Dave Maloney is sitting in his locker in tears, tears, real tears, not fake bullshit thoughts and prayers, tears on social media. I'm talking the man was crying. And by the end of it, I'm sitting there and I'm starting to get misty. And this is 40 years ago. I mean, the the people just, they don't understand what this team has done. They don't understand it because they didn't grow up watching this team win cup after cup after cup and all the heartache that they put Ranger fans through. Most of the people that are alive now that follow the Rangers, they only see the Islanders as this piss poor last place joke of a team with three homes in five years that that couldn't find an owner, couldn't build an outhouse project. 
drafted a guy one first overall who bailed at the first opportunity to go home to Toronto and put his pajamas back on. Oh, that's all they see. They, they, you know, they maybe go back as far as the sweep in '94. That they don't know any more than that. They don't know when they drafted the Islanders drafted a guy named Dunk McPherson who got lost in a glacier. They don't know uh, the joke of a franchise. <laughs> they don't know that a guy bought the franchise with a bounce check with eight dollars. I mean- and he, promised, he promised a $150,000 payment and gave him $1,500. The man conned his way to an NHL franchise. Dude, it's just, they're an embarrassment, and the fans <laughs> don't know they're an embarrassment. They they got two playoffs, and that's what I want to talk about. These Islander fans think they're good. I'm like, dude, you're not making the playoffs. Your team stinks. But they were All supposed right, to be a cup contender. About? I, I told Jim before the, after the game, I was running around Penn Station like a maniac because I was so pissed. <laughs> I was yelling at I, uh, you're like, oh, let's go out. And I'm I'm running around at Scott Sessions. Another terrible pick. Josh O'Sang. <laughs> Good luck with him. That bum. Anyway, I'm running around just they're like, let's go out. I gotta deal with these on the fans and these drunks on St. Patty's Day. And I can't tell the difference. They're all dregs of society. I mean, I don't know how they got tickets. I did a homeless shelter have a, a giveaway? How did they even afford these tickets? Bruno Gervais? I, I didn't know the ARC delivered to Madison Square Garden. I mean, I don't know how they got tickets. Yeah, no one cared when Sam Rosen died. <laughs> uh, so it was just, and I'm running around. I'm like, I didn't have any good comebacks. They were like, let's go on. As I'm like, you're terrible, filthy humans. That's all I could say to them. I had no. Uh, it's good enough. Yeah, it's good enough. And then you got to ride the train back with them and hear about the dissecting how they, that call on, that non call on Lindgren was ridiculous. It was a game changer. It was a game. It was literally, what do you call it? Impact refereeing. That's Impact what it was. Impact refereeing. Because it, it, it more or less led directly to the goal being scored. The guy's bleeding on the ice. What else do you need? I don't know. Terrible. And, of course, it was an Islander shitty goal, which I've seen a million times over my Ranger Islander career. And I was not happy. Jim was certainly not happy. And from what you guys I saw... That that Sam and Joe poured gas on the fire on the broadcast. I did not see the lipstick girl. Just saw a lot about you know a lot the of broadcast. The broadcast was in, was in, embarrassing. It was embarrassing. That's all I can say. They were going on and on. P- Islander pity. Islander pity. They started the game with 13, 13 games on the road. COVID problems, injury problems. It's tough to come back from all of this. Who fucking cares? Do they bemoan the Islander, the Rangers' problems on an Islander broadcast? No. I, I just, I, I said it in my I recap. I will say it till the day I die. I absolutely despise being one big happy MSG family because that's what it is. That's what it is. We get 
You know, we, we get all this Islander love, and Sam, that one time he, oh, I still haven't forgiven him. Oh, we love to hear, let's go Islander, let's go Ranger chants at the Garden, back and oh, forth, the fans. You love hearing that? Get the fuck out of here. I didn't see Frowny McSad face there. Now, Joe told me, I saw Joe on Saturday. We drove to Staten Island, had a great day with the Catronis. Joe was telling me that you guys had some some fans sitting behind you at the game who were pretty yeah there were pretty some boisterous fans again younger ones uh, younger upstarts and they were and they were, were they ranger fans or islander fans they were ranger fans and they were going up against an older islander fan goldie no it wasn't goldie was it goldie cuz he's not allowed at the he's not allowed at the yeah, uh, at the ibs right yeah he's a pedophile <laughs> and um they were going at it hard and it was it was like you know oh why don't you go bet the ponies when you go to an island again you know they're making fun of they play at Belmont and he was like oh well you know we would make the playoffs where the Rangers been he's like and then they're like I bet you're still crying because you lost the short-handed goal and they were going at it pretty good but once the Islanders went up now you don't have the high ground you can't really right. now right. you're worried. That's the thing is I couldn't really enjoy that game because I was worried about that. I wanted them to win so badly and that I, I couldn't really enjoy myself as much. Not that I have any effect on the game, but I was really concentrating. And uh, But, yeah, it, it, the Islander fans are back. Why? I don't know because the team's an atrocious old-age home for, uh, you know, uh, I don't understand why they'll go to Madison Square Garden to watch the Islanders, but they won't go to their own arena to watch the Islanders. I, I think it was a giveaway from the homeless shelters. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I will say, first of all, this is a big difference from when I was down when I was at Carolina. MSG is like the Gestapo with their security. There were two, believe it or not. Early in the game, two Ranger fans started almost getting in a fight about whose fault it was on the goal. I'm like, come on, we're totally eating our own here. It's the first period. <laughs> so and they war. start getting personal. Oh, you know, all of a sudden security's coming. If they put lights, <laughs> it's a new thing. They put like little flashlights so all the other security sees where there might be a problem. I'm like, come on, man. This is typical. Slingrid's oh, Fox's fault. Your mother's a whore. Did I ever yeah. tell you that? Right. It escalated <laughs> real fast. <laughs> so, I mean, this is Madison's, this is war. And of course we turn on our own. We're Ranger fans. We'll turn our own in this chat room right now in five minutes. Right. So I hate that atmosphere. You should just be able, oh, MSG is a family friendly. Get the fuck out of here. What? I mean, it's a joke. It's a joke. I mean, I... See, that's my type of fan right there. John, 2001 Lex, you tell him. Fuck that team. He is an old-time fan old -timer. of the crisis videos. Right. So he knows what he's talking about. He's on the right track. I mean, but but I'm serious. It's, it's But Dan... Down in Carolina, you could say anything. Nobody was, it was like, I didn't even see a security guard. <laughs> I don't know. But the, everything has got to be, you know. So, anyway. Uh, so, 
<laughs> that game was a heartbreaker. <laughs> he went to first. I mean, again, impact refereeing. You've decided the game. Thank you so much. I was hoping for a point. I would have taken a three-on-three three overtime since they have absolutely no goal scoring uh, by my accounts. And uh, Sorokin made that save, though. You got to give props, even though it's so hard for me to give props to anything that wears. The... And it's so funny, Jim. I don't know. The Mets, so I'm a Met fan. You're a Met fan. Uh, some of you might be Met fans. When I see a Met jersey, well, I kind of like it. It brings back same colors on the islands. It's absolutely disgusting and repulsive. Right. It, it, it's it's amazing. Actually, to see those colors anywhere except on a Met jersey, it's repulsive. Like, I could see a sign for, a, you know, like a convenience store. It's in blue and orange. And I look at it and go, oh, those fucking colors. <laughs> ah, it's disgusting. To me, when I see that, it should just say loser on it. Right. Just see, this guy is a loser. And, uh, you know, I don't know. It's just, a, it's, a, it's a weird dynamic. Uh, anyway, so uh, I was hoping to get to overtime, but anyway. And my bottom line with that was if you can't get more than one goal, how the hell are you supposed to win a game? Right. You got to score. And the Rangers, come on, guy, mightily five on five. Now, that Tampa game was a thing of beauty the way it ended. And they really top notch team, big win, the whole kit caboodle, national TV. Uh, you know, and I'm finally hearing praise by the on the Rangers because it's chicken palm doing the game or whatever. And it was just a whole different thing. And, and it was a big win. I'm telling you, it was a big win. But then you follow it up with that atrocity. I'm thank God they got some new meat in here now, because the old meat is, is fucking rotten. I mean, I don't, I don't think. And I'm sorry. I know Josh Gimble has been trying to feed me some Filipino propaganda that I'm not falling for. This guy cannot win a puck battle. He gets knocked off the puck on every. You got to be strong on your skates. And this guy is not strong on his skates. He's a, I yelled, you're a bum. I yelled it at the loudest. I mean, the place echoed. I'm surprised you didn't hear that. <laughs> you're a bum. So, but, okay. So, let's break down these trades. Everybody knows about the games. Everybody knows your, your epic rant. There's no way I could ever uh, uh, top that rant. Uh, so well, let's break down these trades and let's get down to beeswax. Let's get down to business. All right. Well, we've already discussed the the uh, Frank Vitrano trade that was made last uh, that was made last Wednesday. It's a good deal. Let's uh, you know. No, I'm sorry. And Isimov is a ten times better player than this guy was. Heedle stinks. Heedle is Philip Feeble. And then when he's not playing, he's hurt, and then he's Philip Brittle. So uh, he's, he's in a no-win situation. He's 23, and he's been on, on the five Ranger coaches. Of, well, three. <clears throat> I have no, I, I've got no faith in him whatsoever. Okay, go ahead, Jim. So at, uh, at about 12.30 this afternoon, the Rangers announced, or the league announced, or TSN announced, whoever you want to give credit to first for breaking the deal, 
that the Rangers were trading a third-round pick to the Philadelphia Flyers for defenseman Justin Braun. And this one, I think it's a, I think it's a good trade. You got another guy, another veteran defenseman, a guy who can put some points on the board. He can score a little bit. Plus three on a bad team, depending on how you feel about plus minus. I'd still so rather be plus. 20 minutes a game. Eats up minutes. I'd still rather have a guy that's a plus than a minus. The question is, he's a, he's a right-handed shot, and he only plays the right side. Okay. So, you know, I guess that, that has people worried about how much – uh, how much that'll eat into Braden Schneider's ice time, which is a which is a a fair concern, I guess. But you know, we got to remember that Braden Schneider is still a rookie, and you know, it certainly appears that this team is headed for the playoffs, and you need more experience. So I think we're going to see a rotation a little bit. And, you know, all of a sudden I saw people in the, in the, in our group, we had a nice group thread going all day about, about trades in the big blue, in the blue shirt underground uh, group. And one of the guys is in there. Why would you do this to Nemeth? He's played his ass off. I'm like, we're defending Patrick Nemeth now. This guy's oh, yeah, been wonder, yeah, <laughs> Everybody wanted this guy gone after like game three. John Case says Braun can play the left side too. What's his height and weight for Darth Vader? He's got to be 6'5", 280. According to the uh, – John, I don't – you may be right, but according to what Arthur Staple uh, put in his article in The Athletic, the uh, Braun is a right shot, right side only defenseman. So, I mean, I, I don't know. What's don't the height know. and weight on this character? Uh, he is six foot nine, four hundred and twelve. Yes, <laughs> he's Dale Pierrenson type. <laughs> Hopefully, without the breaking and entering. Yeah. Uh, just Justin Braun is Ava Braun. Ava Braun, <laughs> 6'2", 205 pounds, five goals, eleven assists. All of his goals have come at even strength which helps. He probably he has five goals even straight. That probably makes him third on the team. On the Rangers. Right. So, you know, I, I think it's fine. I have no problem with it. It's a third-round pick. I mean, you get a guy who's been in the league, you know, 15 years and, and relatively healthy guy and plays a lot of minutes and and can score <laughs> a little. Yeah, I uh... – so if he could take, you know, if you can rotate him in and, and give, you know, give the other right-handed defenseman on the team, give him a break in some minutes, what, where's the downside? Yeah, <laughs> Darth, Rangers, Darth Ranger says he's too small. Cut him. There are 8,000 people in this chat room right now and, 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 and millions watching around the world. Yes. So That's the Lions reporting uh, he can clear the crease. I mean, you know, I think there's been a feeling among the people that follow the, or cover this team, and most of us that watch every what game. What Colin think of him? He he's a, covers the team. I guess I could have asked him that. You could ask him. What do you what do you think about Braun? I could text him right now. Text text it. Text <laughs> him and say, what do you think about this Braun character? <laughs> uh, was the goddamn team? As you tell me, why did the Flyers trade somebody to the Rangers? That's unusual, don't you think? 
<laughs> Give Bourne a break, Maui. Bourne, the Bourne identity. The Bourne identity. I don't know, man. I, I like what I, I like that the fact that he was a plus on a, he's on a, a plus on a shitty team. Willie Uber is dead now. He's drunk with uh, Bill Chadwick right now. <laughs> well, Jip! Jip! In order for a goal to end it. got to be lucky. So, you know, I don't, I don't really see the downside. The guy only cost a third round pick. Ah, oh, the picks are just. We don't care about those anymore. Picks are so 2019. I know. You, the Rangers, the, the pick's going to be crap anyway. So, right. But I like how everybody loves this guy. I never heard of him before today. I was like, who? Right. Uh, so, so we had the Justin Braun trade at 1230. Then we had two hours of silence. I'm and then there was a bust. And and then there was a, a the Rangers made a small trade. They announced that uh Anthony Batetto. Yeah. Being, what's that? <laughs> Geppetto, Anthony. Geppetto. Anthony yeah, D. Batetto was traded to the San Jose Sharks for Nick Merkley. Yes. Who I know absolutely nothing about. Uh, I don't like Anthony the pet, the potato. The little I saw of him, he was terrible. There, it, it's it's to be honest with you, Ranger fans, it's such a nothing trade. Every trade the Rangers made today has a link where you can read more about the trade. This trade has nothing. <laughs> there, there's no read more. There is nothing more to read about this trade. <laughs> I think the only body a person upset is Jared Tenorti, that he was his partner down in the the Wolfpack. Right. Yeah. So. Now we're now we're starting to get down to the wire. They're counting down the minutes on TSN, which is where I was getting my coverage today. And then there was uh, Rangers made a trade. It was announced, and if I'm not mistaken, they announced both of these trades at the same time. But what they said was the Rangers were trading a fourth round pick to Vancouver for Tyler Mott, who's a left winger, and that they were they were. Finishing, they were finishing up a deal for Andrew Cop, and then the wait began. Oh boy, I went through because four states waiting for that freaking trade to go through. <laughs> there was no, there was no word on who was coming, who was leaving the Rangers, and you know they just kept saying that that the Cop deal was was done, and then they made you know they said like right before three o'clock, I think. That you know it was a done deal, but that the details were still you know they they didn't know the details whatever. And then a little while later, Darren Drager reported on TSN that it was going to be prospects and a player. And it wasn't until I think I, I want to say maybe quarter to four that they actually announced what the deal was. And it's a it's a conditional, it's two conditional second round picks. A fifth round pick and Morgan Barron. One of the second round picks can turn into a first round pick. Rusk, this just in from Russ Cohen. Justin Braun is a great teammate, and Ranger fans are gonna love him. Oh. So the two conditional second round picks, one of the second round picks can turn into a first round pick if the Rangers win two rounds in the playoffs 
and Cop plays 50% of the playoff games. The other second-round pick can be Winnipeg's option in 2022 or 2023. So it's kind of similar to what they did with when the um, when the Rangers traded Matt Zuccarello to Dallas. Right. And they, got a, they got a conditional pick, and if Dallas got so far in the in the uh, in the playoffs, the pick turned into a first round pick, which had us all rooting for Dallas. And then, of course, it didn't happen. But still, all in all, a couple of second round picks and a fifth round pick, and the Rangers get back Andrew Cop, a guy who can play center or play the wing. He's another one of these versatile guys like Barclay Goodrow that Gallant loves. He loves the utility players. You know, guys that can play center, play first line, second line, third line, right wing, left wing. He loves it. I mean, Barclay Goodrow is one of his favorites. He's done the same thing with Dryden Hunt. Uh, so he's a guy that can move around. He's good on faceoffs. He's got speed. Now he is a rental, but... He's on a one-year deal for, I believe, $3.5 million. I looked it up. So, you know, this is also a potential guy the Rangers could look to re-sign at the end of the year. <laughs> you, know, you know, and if they want to, if they want to move on from Ryan Strom, and this is a guy, you know, that they could keep around as a third-line center in the future. Right, I mean, he's, he, he he could he could be had for a cheaper, you know, he's a cheaper type player. I like the move. Listen, I think with these injuries, I think they had to mix up. They had to mix it up. I don't know how this addresses any five on five scoring, but it can't be worse than what they're throwing out there. I think Frankie V. I was looking at the lines. What I think they're going to be. But I'm a little bit worried about the and, – and Jim kind of calmed my fears. Is they got a lot of forwards. They didn't get rid of any forwards. So I'll ask you and ask the people on what happens to Philip Heedle now. Is he moved to the wing? Is Johnny Brodzinski going back down? Is, uh, uh, is Rick Nash still get a lot of playing time? Probably. Is, yeah. Well, I would expect uh, Brodzinski – McKegg, those guys could probably, they, I mean, they can both go back to Hartford. Heedle can move to the wing. I think Heedle might be best suited for the wing. He's not a playmaker. He, he's not a, he's not a he's guy. He's not a finisher, so I don't understand why he's not a team. Well, then we put him on defense. We swap him with Keandre Miller. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, think he's, I think he might be better suited for the wing. So maybe you move him over to the wing. You, you play him with. You play him on the wing with, with Cop. I don't know. But now they've got. I think they've got a lot more options. I, I honestly believe they're 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 a much better team now than they were last night. And last night's team wasn't bad, or the team they were on paper wasn't bad. Let me put it that way. Uh, you got. They might be a little. They might what be. A, they might, Hunt? Where's he going to play? Uh, no, uh, I'm not joking. I'm just saying. Dryden Hunt could play the fourth line because that's probably where he belongs. And this also, I think this is also going to enable them to maybe not have to play Ryan Reeves every night. Does Ryan Reeves have to play every night? Not really. He doesn't fight. I mean, well, he did I, fight in the Tampa game. Let's give him he, a hand for he, he did the Maroon. Fight in that game. But he, uh, I, I, I still think, I, I still think our fourth line has been better this year. But I still think they get overrun at times, hemmed into their own end. 
Ryan Reeves hits a lot. But other than that, what does Ryan Reeves do? Does Ryan Reeves does Ryan Reeves get a you know is he a strong four checker? Is he really what you would consider a strong four yeah, checker? More opportunities left like the most Rangers. So, okay. you know, I think this gives them a lot more flexibility. I think it makes them a deeper team. Um, you know, so again, we've got some guys in the top six that that got to get going. Lafreniere being one of them. They'll be even better when Kako comes back. If you know, as long as he can come back healthy and 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 start to show the signs he was showing before he got hurt. I don't, Andrew. I don't dislike Reeves. No, I just I like Reeves. I, I like him. I think he's a great teammate. I, I think uh, I think he's a guy you want in the locker room. I just don't know if he should be playing every night. I don't know if he's as effective when he plays every night. Maybe I'm wrong. I I, I got nothing against him. Yeah. Again, Julian Gauthier. Now he's well, he's sent down. You think he's Hartford bound? He, well, I mean, he's another one that's going to lose playing time. I mean, you know, and he should lose it. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And, and again, if Kako comes back, then your third line is going to be what? You want uh, Cop, Heedle, Heedle, uh, and Goodrow, or do you want Goodrow on the fourth go. line? No, I, I'd rather have, no. I like Goodrow on the third line. Okay, so then he's 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 too good to only get fourth line minutes because he can, can. I mean, he contributes offensively too. Um, is uh, is oh, cop is on is cop right handed or left handed? I don't know. Look at it up. That I do not know. He is lefty. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I like Goodrow on the third line, but you can put Goodrow on the – I mean, you can put him on the second line but too. Right Vitrano, now, maybe you put Vitrano on the third line. I don't know if he's a second liner either. But he's No, know, I think for now he's, he's a good plug-in, but – They don't have a lot of right-handed shots on this team either. And two of them are centers. Well, I guess Hartford's going to get a little bit better because some of these guys just are going to be able to stay up. Yeah, I don't. I like Reeves too, but I think you could rest the guy. The guy is like what thirty six, <clears throat> and you know he's not the swiftest guy out there. But I, he should be starting against the Caps. He should be starting against the Islanders. We all know the teams he should be starting against. Look on the other team. Are any guys going to drop the goals with this guy? Then you play him. But he, you know, he also makes good hits. He contributes, but he, he, he you could see uh, he's wearing down a little bit. <clears throat> I mean, I, does he does he need to play against Pittsburgh Friday night? Are they got anybody in fights? No, I don't think so. They do, and Pittsburgh did get Richard Richard Raquel. I know that was the guy I thought the Rangers would wind up, but I kind of had Cop as my. Although the Swami didn't tell you that. Right. The great guy knack did not tell you that. Uh, my, uh, my, my, uh, Raquel, and then I had Cop as the other guy. When JT Miller, nothing ever, uh, came of that with anything? He didn't go anywhere. Huh. Okay. I also ran into a dumb Ranger fan at the Carolina game. As he was walking out, he said to his friend, you know, I told you they were gonna have a that the, the, they're gonna have a good season this year. 
I'm like, there's 20 games left, Chuckles. Uh, you know. <laughs> you I also asked time? Russ. I just asked Russ if Braun plays the left side too, or if he's just the right hand side. Okay, we'll get that all. We'll get that too right now. <clears throat> um. No, he's true. That the fourth line that played pretty good there. Uh, and, and as much as Dark Ranger is killing McKeg, McKeg's actually the McKeg 2.0 hasn't been as bad as McKeg 1.0, which not saying a lot, but or as uh, Joe calls him, Gregory McKeggery. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, but they got a lot of. But bottom line is this: they got some nice players. To, to fill holes that they need. They didn't give up really jack shit. They didn't they go over have all their play. prime. They still have all their prime defensive prospects. Right. Exactly. <clears throat> and those can be used as chips later down the line when it come up. Because, guys, I'm going to tell you right now, and you might just, but if you think the Rangers got a shot at the Stanley Cup, as consistent. Now, listen, anything can happen with a hot goaltender, but their five-on-five five play is just not up to snuff. We've got to be realistic about this. I don't want to squash your dreams, but this is a process. Let's get to the dance. I've always said, let's get to the show. I always just want to get to the show. We'll see what happens. There was no overreaction by Chris Drury. These were good, solid moves. I'll give him the kudos. Braun played the left side with San Jose, but I guess not with Philly. Okay. So it can be so done. I, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, so it, it's, I mean, I, I can't bash him. They were safe moves, but they were prudent moves. And, uh, they were nice, the nice additions. I think they great. Tyler Mott's another guy who can kill penalties. They got they chock, you know, they locked up penalty killers and and guys that uh, are a little bit, uh, you know, like you said they're versatile. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm ecstatic the way the Rangers are winning, but I have no. Are they Florida good? Are they even Maple Leaf good? I dare to say that because I was oh the Maple Leafs choke, but you know what? Carolina, we could see. Hey, let me tell you a little about this guy. That punk, Tony D'Angelo, what was he chirping about? I was all over him. Hey, uh, what are you doing, a podcast between periods there, Mr. Social Media? <laughs> punk? What was he uh, chirping with Reeves with? Did we ever find out in that game? From the MSG broadcast? Are you what? Are you kidding? Oh, okay. Uh... By the way, uh, hang on. This is um, got to find it again now. Here, Andrew Cop is another one of uh, is another one of Truba's good friends. Oh, it's the played with played with Jacob, Jacob Truba now. Played hockey with Jacob Truba every year since they were twelve year olds in Michigan. Oh come except, on! Now it's getting crazy. Except for He's the two years. Truba was with the Jets. 
Now it's everybody who ever met Truba gets a contract. If it makes them a better know. team, I don't care. Ryan Strom is in the Ranger fan doghouse right now. But I think I think that's a good thing because you look at the two guys who they brought in, right? Vetrano and Cop, both close close ties to Jacob Truba, which is good because that doesn't screw up your locker room. They'll fit right in. If they're good friends with Truba, they're going to fit right in. You know what I mean? That's true. But this, this is a very close fit team. Okay. You know. Well, you know what? What they were? They were. I don't know if it was during the Tampa game. They were talking about Truba, his hits and blocks, blocked shots. Yes. I think he's number one combined, and he's got ten goals, which is like I think a tied for a career high. What else can you ask for this guy? There's somebody that we know that was complaining that he should be. We need somebody better on the second line power play. We can do better. Who cares if that second line comes out? You know it's over. Like, I mean, yeah, that's a uh, you know, and like in that Tampa game when Zibby was like, he looked at Gallant like, can we go back out? Right. Yeah, and they took care of. Thank God, thank God, Gallant listened. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He knows. Right? He knows. There are several guys on this team with career highs and goals this year. Goodrow. Truba, Lafreniere, right? Hmm. Obviously. Uh, There's another one. Who else did, was I thinking? Well, Kreider. I said, didn't I say Kreider? Oh, you meant to Kreider, man? I meant to. Uh, forget who else. Dryden Hunt? Maybe Dryden Hunt. He's got four goals. I don't know. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's. But Truba has become such a a main, and here's a guy when he first came, and we were calling him a fat cat. He's getting, he's overpaid now. He's worth every penny. This guy. Is it Lindgren's got career high goals? Yes, he's another one. Yeah, so I mean, you know, so this this, this could be a thing. You know, where Truba and now he, he he he's got some weight in the room. Maybe they do make him captain. I mean, he's got the stats to back it up now. I'd like to see him return to maybe a couple more open eyes hits just to remind the rest of the league he's out there, but I think they know. <laughs> Alexander Georgiev is high. I wish I would have missed that I I would have heard that buffoonery. So uh uh I think he did well. <laughs> His previous eye was one goal, and he's got four. So I'm pleased about the trade. Like I said, I was a little, because uh, Morgan Barron was a guy that I was like, oh, yeah, I really thought he was a little bit, but he really never showed me anything. And is he going to kill you in the long run? Is Morgan Barron really going to become a 40-goal scorer, the next Jeremy Roenick, whatever, where he's a two-way? I don't think so. <clears throat> and uh, you know, we'll see. I think it was a good deal. I like the Tyler Mott deal. It was all made sense. Especially, you know, there weren't any of the delusions that they were going. I think they made depth moves for a playoff run. That's it. They didn't make play uh moves and overplay their hand and try to get like to win the cup. 
like trade Patrick, you know, trade like Braden Schneider for Patrick Kane or something like that. You know, where they they trade a number one prospect, like one of our big prospects, in order to get a rental. I I'm Baron Mikel Cicluna always used to whip out that foreign object from the Isle of Malta. Baron Mikel Cicluna. And then I have to hear more about Johnny Brodzinski. Come on, let's face it. Johnny Brodzinski, the puck doesn't go inski. Johnny, thank God we got him for two years, Brodzinski. Oh, yeah. Let him be the captain and call him up. He was serviceable. He was nice. Yeah, I, I was very close to you, right? I was very, the teams that are, are thinking they can win it, they went all in. Toronto, uh, Florida, uh, Colorado, these teams, even I guess maybe Pittsburgh to a degree, they all like, you know, they all went in, you know, they're not, they're not, they're not screwing around. And I don't think the Rangers are at that point where they're going to have to go all in. I think they're a couple of years away, but you never know. I'll take joy with another Stanley cup. If it happens, Toronto, uh, I don't know if you saw this. They got Giordano from Seattle and also Colin Blackwell. Yeah, who really just – the Kraken really never gave Colin Blackwell the chance that he needed, I thought. I mean, he played – he was good with the Rangers last year. And, you know, he might be one of those – games. he might be another Bobby Sheehan. He might just be a spark plug uh, that Toronto needs. Uh – Galant is going on Johnny Carson first round of the playoffs. <laughs> CPO oh, Sharky. Yeah. Might be a Rickles preference. Yes. CPO so, Sharky. Uh, uh, what else we got? So, yeah. I'm... <clears throat> Toronto did nothing to improve their goaltending. Well, is they'll Jack be... Campbell, is he going to play? I mean, they'll, they'll be out in the first round. I, I, that, that team is loaded. I mean, but yeah, some teams they have no history that you would want to go on that said they could not be knocked out in the first round. I mean, well, they haven't done since since like nineteen sixty seven. Oh, so listen. As long as the Islanders rot in hell, the Devils. Oh, they the made Islanders some big actually moves got older. Today. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> they made some big moves today. They extended contracts to like 38-year-olds. <laughs> Cal Cutter, Clutterbuck and Zach Parisi got one year contract. Bobby Nystrom got an extension, <laughs> too. Jan <laughs> Potvin got another two years. Yeah, he got another two years. It wasn't good enough you have to be old. You have to be expired. They're still, right. still signing guys who are not even on the earth. <laughs> Dead isn't necessarily permanent when it comes to the Islanders. Yes. So I'm I'm pleased. I'm pleased. Can't wait to see these new guys. Can't wait to see some fresh meat. Let's see. They got it playing with a new club. Maybe they'll be sparked. We'll find some magic. More magic. Let me tell you, Chris Kreider, the magic man. When I see the stat, when I see his – I saw his 40th goal at the Garden. Then I saw his 41st last night, and I'm just like – I can't believe the number I'm seeing after the goal is 41st. And then you see, I'm like, wow, 
holy shit, this is crazy. Well, they got Giordano, New York Ranger. My, I like Giordano. I mean, he's a little long in the tooth, but he produces and he's a really good leader. I think he I think had rolling good lines I, on the team. I think Giordano only had two teams he wanted to go to, and Toronto was one of them. I think that's where he's from. What about the Claude Giroux snub? He wouldn't play turn. He didn't want to play for the Rangers. I didn't want. I didn't want him anyway. He he would have. He would have. He would have been. They. I mean, his skill set is exactly what the Rangers need. I honestly don't believe that guy could play for the Flyers for fifteen years, and then just come over and put on a Rangers jersey. And and not have it in his head. You, you don't know? deny playing for the greatest franchise in NHL history, like the. Hey, look, you know, we're original six, Jim. We're original six. You don't turn down play the greatest city of the world. Well, uh, let him go. I know. Get into cop. He turned down the it. Bruins too. So right, but. And you got to feel it. You got you know he doesn't like the Rangers, right? So it's like, why would I want to be teammates with these these guys? Then they beat us like nine one last year or something. Rangers beat them nine one. Yeah, I'm saying so. He's probably still feeling that uh, right that brunt. And uh, what else we got? Uh, Zibanejad had two hat tricks against them last year. Uh, he's been playing. Great too, man. What's his high end goals? Was he have twenty five now or something? Uh, I will tell you. Let's see, Mika has twenty five goals, thirty eight assists, and his career high is forty one. No, he ain't getting that. Probably not. But he should get into the thirties. With those assists, that's a great season. And Panarin, right? Panarin's, uh, uh, he's got a lot of points, right? Yes. What was his point totals his first? He has 72 points this year. 16 goals, 56 assists. Uh, he had 95 points his first year as a Ranger. In only 69 games. Yeah. I, I still feel, listen, there's no slide on Panarin. He's great, but that first year, he was really something super special, and I haven't really seen that. I, I think he should shoot more, and um, I think he would benefit from having somebody who could. That's why I like Vetrano. Vetrano is all about shooting. He doesn't care. Were you irked that I think on that open net goal, he, he could have dropped it back to Kreider just to get him a, another goal, but He's like, screw that, I'm scoring. <laughs> who was who was the who was the right wing with with him and Strom his first year? Was it Fost? It was Fost, wasn't it? Send him down Fost. Had to be. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, Panarin is like Panarin is a sniper. He could find any he, he just he looks to pass every every time now. So who's going to wear what numbers? I see they're discussing numbers there. Uh, let's see. Andrew Kopp wears number nine with the Jets, so you know that ain't happening. Um, 
He can't wear a 99. 91. Do we have a 91? We don't have a 91, do we? All right, so I we don't, don't know what, what the comp is on the side. How about the Tyler Mott's applesauce there? 64. That is a ridiculous number. He's always worn 64. Does it have any significance? I don't I'm know. asking you that. Like you've been filing Tyler Mott or your whole career. Yo, right. I'm on it. <laughs> I'm on it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sammy Blaze is 91. Oh, that's right. Sam, oh, I forgot oh, he was still on the team. Xavier, I can't believe we were still remembering uh, Sammy Blaze. The, um, the immortal. Sammy Blaze, Blaze, Blaze. Sammy Blaze Jowski. Oh, Joe. Joe Pesci. Joe. Did Derek Stepan play any major minutes in that game? I didn't notice him at all. Yes, he did. Uh, I mean, he did play quite a bit. I heard his name quite a few times. Okay. I mean, it was just a blur of shots. I saw just black this being darted at my section. Boink! Off the glass. Boink! They shoot at every opportunity that team took. 11, 11 minutes of ice time he had and four shots on goal. Oh, see? Jordan Stahl had six shots on goal. Tony D'Angelo had two shots on goal. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't take like 30 shots on goal, considering it was Georgiev. I mean, not to be racist, but Dolph Ranger keeps bringing up Larry Allen. Don't we have Reeves? Isn't that close enough? Uh, I will say that Darth Ranger is a diehard Cowboys fan. Please do not hold it against him. All right. So anyway. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't even care about the numbers. Score some goals. I'll, I'll remember your numbers later after you get some goals. So, I think overall a very good, good deadline thing. I think they did well. I think they did very well. I'm excited. I'll be at the Garden Friday night. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing Andrew Cop. Yeah. Uh, will these guys be available t- uh, tomorrow against the? They better be. We got no time to waste, Eddie. That's right. I we will gotta... see Andrew Cop make his his Madison Square Garden debut. Hmm. They're, at, wow. they're at MSG West tomorrow night. Well, yes, well, Ty Lamont is he going to be around? Should be. The, the, the Braun, the uh, Lloyd Braun, is he going to be there? Justin Braun, yeah, they should all they should all be in a lineup tomorrow night. Let's go. Let's I like get it, it on. Every you know, it reminds me a little bit of the Espo era. We get we got new toys to play with at least for a while, and get excited. Yeah, we didn't give up anything. That's it. That's what I'm saying. We almost got like Phil Esposito would have given up ten draft picks, nine prospects, the Statue of Liberty to get Jeff Brubaker, a Needix franchise. Uh, Trey, uh, he was he was fun though in a way because in that era the Rangers were going nowhere era <laughs> and it, just to see what new goon he brought in Don Jackson oh that was horrible Don Jackson that was horrible got him from uh, Edmonton I think yeah. right yeah for uh Troy Millette, maybe, or something? I don't know. No. 
You know, Troy Millette is the all-time Ranger season penalty minute leader. I did like, know that actually. One, te- one season. I still, I can't believe nobody broke that. Like Langdon didn't break that, or Dale Puritan, Tommy, Dale Puritan. Traded by the Edmonton Oilers with a player to be named later, Mike Golden and Miroslav Horsheva to the New York Rangers for Vili Kentala, Clark Donatelli, Rayo Rutsalainen, and Jim Weimer. Oscar Meyer Weimer. Another bad number six is I not only did not only did Phil love to trade, he loved multiplayer. He loved big, you know, yeah, like he loved five for five. <laughs> he loved it. No package was too big for Phil. Yeah, patience wasn't his virtue. He was wheeling and dealing. He was on those phones all the time. He never liked Rutzelainen anyway. He used to count the minutes. He would, he would claim that Rutzelainen would not get off the ice, that he played his line. He, his shift, he was always – so he timed him. He actually brought up a uh, uh, stopwatch up into the booth with Gordon. Really? Uh, yeah, that, I don't finding his shifts. I don't know why he had something against Rayo. 50, 60 Rayo. point defenseman score, and, and he trades him for Don, but in a package for Don Jackson. Yeah. And Barry Beck, can you talk about Barry Beck just recently in interviews? He talks about how great Rutzelainen was, that he was one of the best plays he ever played. And then what he went on to win two Stanley Cups with Edmonton, Rutzelainen, something like that. He's got rings. Uh, let's see, 86, 87. Did that team win a yeah, cup? Yeah, I think so. Yes. So he won one. Uh, yep, you're right. He did win two cups. One over Boston, one he over Philly. Two cups. What Don Jackson get? How many cups did Don Jackson win <laughs> yeah, with the Rangers? Right. I mean, we would have been better off with, with, with Stu Jackson. <laughs> So, Ranger fans, sleep well tonight because all is well. Chris Drury, I labeled him stupid and scared. Well, I'm going to have to take away the – he played it safe, and that's the way he should have played it, so he's all good in my books right now. All right, we have Costa and Connor waiting to come on. Who do you want to talk to? Oh, God. I'll go with Costa. He's more entertaining. Costa, you're calling from the the complex. There he is. What's up? Hey, yo. Rest Let me say when I was when I was on the road and I found out it was Morgan Barron. I thought of you because you had been promoting Morgan Barron. Now, how do you feel now? Three years. I I think I think we got Morgan Barron now in his prime. Okay. In Okay. And I don't know about you, Eddie, but I was laughing. I, 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 couldn't, I, I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, can you believe we beat these guys? Can you believe we oh, beat dude. these guys? I was, I, 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 the, the, the girl, I was like, I was, I, I was on the floor laughing. I was like, can you believe that we scored? We scored, we actually scored on these guys? I was laughing too. I was just like... I was I, like I said, I was so happy they won, but I was that I couldn't be proud of anything that happened in that game by the Rangers. 
But to watch those fans be so inconsolable because of their home streak and the yeah, they don't fuck themselves. That's what I that's what I was saying on the way out. And let me tell you something, Jim and Nick Costa. People recognized me. They were beeping in the, the, the on the way out. Punk Hawk, hey, Eddie, hey, Eddie. Push on underground, number one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. I swear to God. Stephen Are you kidding Schaefer, me? Stephen Schaefer, you guys know Stephen Schaefer. He was in yeah. the game. He yelled, hey, Eddie. Everybody thought I was a celebrity. <laughs> but meanwhile, I was so. What, my, what about at the garden? Did you get spotted? Did you get recognized at the garden? No, I didn't. Uh, there was too many. <laughs> I went. I was with Joe, so he's a class act. Usually, I hang around with a motley crew. Um, these, the, this, these three games remind me of a of a Charles Dix, Charles Dick, Dixon, Dix, Dickens book. <laughs> it was yeah, sorry, I know. Hey, Charles Dickens. Hey, hey, I'm on the I'm on the fucking spectrum. Sue me. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll cut you some slack. I'm sorry, sir. It was, By the way, before I forget, the worst of times. Eddie, did you see who else got traded today? Andrew uh, Cogliano. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. He's Andrew on the... Uh, uh, that's the dear Frankie. Oh, I, I, I almost... John Poffner, uh, the, I mean, there were Frankie tribute at the you, you Beat Us Arena. <laughs> All right, sorry. I digress. I almost flipped the, flipped the desk when they fucking lost to the Islanders. Dude, I thought of you. I thought, like, this is, he's breaking something. <laughs> uh, he's, uh... But hey, but like I said, we we, we beat two, 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 two te good teams. Good, two very good teams. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, again, I mean, I can't, I can't believe we, the way we played Carolina, we beat these fucking guys. Well, I know that was just a miracle. Well, as as Joe Micheletti said, it just it just reinforces the importance of good goaltending. Like somebody for like he said what that revelation. Last, in case you forgot how important goaltending is in the NHL, Joe Micheletti said that that, that reminds you. Andrew Yogan. Boy, that's really a that is a range of draft pick. Like a real oof. Oof. Like I say. He was one of those fourth round guys Frankie fell in love with. Yes. I I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this till 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 Cows uh, come home. Till fucking um till July first. Fuck Strom signed cop. I seen enough mm. of Strom. I seen enough of him. A lot of Ranger well, fans are frustrated. You know, you know, if if they can if they like what they see from cop. And now they've, you know, they kept all their, they kept all these defensive assets, and some of them are going to have to go. And now they'll have the the ability to make that type of move in the off season. Yeah, they can let Strom go, get a real number two center, a guy who can win a fucking face off now and then. Well, that's that's a problem because there's nobody out there as far as centers. Well, well eventually somebody's. It's, it's March. It's March. Yeah, it's, you know, I'm not worried about it yet. You never know who's going to get traded. I understand, but like the Mika Zabana trade, trade came out of nowhere. I mean, you know, so yeah, we fleeced them. Let's get it. Ottawa. I wish I, I, I mean, that trade came out of nowhere. Wasn't that trade like in the middle of August? I think I was on vacation. 
Aaron Asham, great ring. Aaron Asham. Friggin', what's the name? Let's be honest. Yeah, we we got we got him for nothing. We fleeced fucking Edmonton. We totally fleeced him. What's the name? He's in the K now. He's in the KHL, Spooner. Yeah. He's stuck so in if Russia. We, so if we lose, if we lose from him, I'm not gonna care. Well, he, nothing. he does. He, he has nothing. a certain genesis quas, they say, with Panarin, but. I think it's it's over for him as far as like we've seen the best of him as a ranger. I think. Yeah, 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 oh yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I, him, but you got to have somebody in place to replace put him. Put him on don't the think wing. Andrew Kopp is that guy. Put him on the wing. Who? Strong. Yeah. Strong. Yeah. Okay. Why not? Why? Why not he, get it? Put Kopp at, at center and put Strom. Oh, on okay, the right okay, end. I understand. But but why not try Lafreniere at center? He's played center. Because he's in another lull again. I had a big argument with one of my friends on the trip that Lafayette, he's like, Lafayette doesn't deserve to play on the first line. What do you guys think of that? He deserves to? If not no, him, then who? If not to him, then who? Uh, he, he did or he does deserve it or doesn't? Doesn't. Don't. He did the first five games he was there, but I mean, he hasn't yeah, been very noticeable who? again. Who Again, not him. Who? Who uh, you put there? Not him. Reeves. Reeves. Yeah. How about Frank the Tank? <laughs> Frankie the <laughs> Rifle for Toronto. Frankie the Rifle. Although I think Laffy did play a little bit. The Kreider goal. He was involved at least gaining the zone. Well, he's had an assist in the last three games. Yeah, I mean. But, again, I think it's just a matter of time. It's going to be baby steps, unfortunately. By the way, uh, Andrew just mentioned uh, Nemestikov in the in the chat. He was traded again today. God. He's becoming he's becoming a, a modern-day Thomas Vanek. He gets, he gets traded, like, every year. <laughs> Name Stinkoff. I didn't mind him as a Ranger. Me and you kind of okay. liked him. He had a ridiculous contract. They gave him like yeah. a four million dollar contract after a half a season. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, yeah, you know, listen. We haven't heard from Chandler in years. Yeah, I haven't heard from Since him at all. The last time we heard from him was on Blog Talk, and and it had been a long time since we heard from the. Go and say there's a pimp, motherfucking pimp. He's a motherfucking pimp. Uh, oh, hey, hey, can you believe freaking Isles got fucking sold a bill of goods with fucking Lou Lamarillo? Boy, they got sold, sold a oh, bill of goods. Oh, Lou was a genius. <laughs> oh, I had to hear it. Hey, 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 the game is passed and by. Good. Again, you're right. And Good. Uh, he, he's basically their Glenn Sather now. <laughs> yes. Good. Exactly. <laughs> they, de they deserve nothing more. They deserve the worst luck, the worst players. <laughs> the only, the, the, I, I, hopefully, hopefully Barry Trotz at the end of this season will stick his head out of that, his fat head out of his suit, and say, "I'm too old for this shit. I'm not going to hang around in the, with this shit franchise with shit fans, with your Josh Baileys and your right, and your Cowboy Bucks." And he, Chacho Sangs. 
Well, yeah, what is this deal up, anyways? Oh, that Josh was, Oh, trots? Yeah. I don't know. What do they pay him with? Burger King coupons? We got nothing. <laughs> the franchise Burger. is terrible. Lou Lamarillo, once the cap was installed, it was over for him. He doesn't know what he's doing with money. He's, just get ex devils. <laughs> just get ex old devils for the rest of your life with the Andy Greens and. Oh, God. Chara. Not Chara. Yeah, Chara's. He's 200 years old. I wanted to see Reeves beat the shit out of that old man. <laughs> Matt Martin. I couldn't wait to see it drop the gloves, but I was <laughs> once again thwarted by Reeves not fighting. But then he made it up when Maroon, Maroon wouldn't even go with him in that Tampa game. He wanted no part of Revo. No. They, were, they fucking danced. They didn't do nothing. They danced. That, that was a dance. Because that's the way Maroon wanted it. Yeah, because let me do it. It's me. He yeah, hit him at the ground. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why it's better to be feared, boys and girls. Fear the Rangers to, to be feared. I just wish they could generate some shots on goal once in a while. It'll make me happy. Hey, man, but, I don't care, man. I mean, I laughed my ass off when they won. Oh, yeah, I was the same I was way. I was like, <laughs> the joke's on I you. Could, I couldn't stop laughing. Because, like, can, we, can you believe we beat these guys? Can you believe we beat these guys? Right. Utterly so. And then I was sarcastically, you know, razzing the Hurricanes. I go, another Ranger domination of your team. <laughs> and they were like, they didn't laugh. They were like, whoa. <laughs> oh. those, those, those delicious Hurricane tears, man. <laughs> <laughs> was it like 50-50? I'm sure it was like 60-40. Ranger fan, Kane fans, right? I think it was right down the middle. Really? Which is still crazy. And they couldn't even sell the place out, for Christ's sake. Yeah, there were some seats missing. I know, but it was pretty good. Tampa was 50-50 too easily. Rangers uh, on this 18,000 announced. Oh, Joe. Oh, Joe. You guys were cracking me up with your comments. I was reading the game thread, reading what those chuckleheads are saying. The game threads are always fun. Yes. They're always fun. All right. I got no more. All right. We'll talk to you later, Costa. Yeah. We, might have, to, we might have to ditch Connor because I'm thoroughly exhausted. <laughs> I mean – this is oh we got a this remembering thing here. We do want to mention while we have a captive audience before everybody goes to bed. Saturday, April twenty third, which is just a month away from Wednesday, you get we, to see. I'm sorry. We are returning to McHale's Bar and Grill, two fifty one West Fifty First Street. Afternoon game: Rangers taking on the Boston Bruins. Rangers will be up in Boston. If you weren't at our viewing party in February, now is your chance to make it up to Eddie and I. Yeah, that's right. And there's no restrictions, no... There's no more vaccine... Uh, vaccine. Vaccine restrictions. Vaccine. Just come on out. We're going to have a great time. We're going to have... Uh, you know, we'll do raffles and giveaways. Eddie and I are planning on a little something different for a giveaway this time around. Um... I think we're gonna have a I think we're gonna have a real nice big uh, big prize to give away. So <laughs> and maybe some gas cards. So <laughs> <laughs> we should do give away some gas gift yeah, cards. Yeah, I mean uh, the, <clears throat> so, the prices are. 
So, uh, yeah, Saturday, April 23rd, we usually get started about an hour early, but game's at three, and uh, we hope to see you then. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. Now he's right. I, I'm completely washed out. Look at my face. Look at my eyes. Yeah. I can barely keep my eyes open. Connor, can we save you for next time? Do you mind? Do you mind, brother? He said one minute. All right. He needs his one minute. On. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I partially just wanted to say because of the fact that you brought up gas cards and I'm actually calling in from a fucking gas station here. So oh, I wow. There's some, there's some poetic justice. But no, the only reason I'm calling in from a gas station is because I'm walking from a bar where I made I made two bets this weekend on the Rangers. I was a ra I was a rambling gambling man like Bob Seeger. I bound them to win against the Lightning and the Hurricanes, and I walked out a happy man. So what can ah, I say? Ah, you did well. Yes, yes. Uh, but Very now good. Just, but now I just wanted to give my two cents on the Rangers. We had a nice deadline. Got some depth and and cop and and Monta and um and you know I, obviously I I would have liked to ship Nemeth and Gorgiev out but I mean we we killed a couple of birds with the stone and and you know we I, we're not we're certainly not perfect as as we saw in the Islanders game but the, we made some progress with the trades and uh, I feel good post deadline. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think everybody does. Yeah. I mean, I, I would like to get Phil Kessel just because I could make hot dog jokes, but uh, I'll let that one slide. Uh, you could have all the time you want on the next broadcast. I didn't want anything to do with Phil Kessel. Well, in, in nah. that case, uh, I got my two cents in. Uh, Eddie, sleep tight. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Connor. Take care. Take care. I'll see you guys next time. Later. All right. We are going to put Eddie to bed. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> We're going to tuck him in. He's had a busy whirlwind tour of four days. And uh, we're just glad we were able to get you back and, oh, yeah. and, no. and do a show. And once again, if you're not a Patreon member, you should be. That rant that Jim did after that on the game was classic. Better than any Jim Brewer rant about the Mets, or, which is fantastic. And, yeah, so uh, onwards and upwards. They play the Devil Dogs tomorrow. PK Sluban. Let's see. Let's see Reeves get back. Let's see Reeves fight somebody. How about Andrew Cop gets in a scrap? Dr. Darwin Bushman, I love you. But it's 1030 at night here. I don't live in the Philippines. I wish I did. If then I could shake your hand, sir. And probably get some prescription drugs off you as well. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Dr. B. We love you, Dr. B. We love all you crazy bastards. Thank you all for being here. It's been a fun one. Rangers, Devils, tomorrow night. Let's do it. Let's rock and roll, baby. Take no prisoners. All right. Eddie, always a pleasure. Good night. We'll see you guys night. soon. Take care. We love you. Good night, everybody. Bye, everybody.